Yesterday, Marty spoke to Graham Littlejohn, Director of Strategy and Communication at the Scottish Whiskey Association. Earlier in the week, the SWA had issued an open letter to the UK Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, calling for the government to fulfil their manifesto pledges and reform taxation for Scotch. This obviously benefits whisky producers here in Northern Ireland. Marty began by asking him how the government proposals had failed to deliver the reforms promised. Back in 2019, the, the Conservative UK government promised to have a review of alcohol taxation. And, and that's, a, that's something that the industry fully supports. We've been calling for it for many years now, because if you, if you look at how, tax, how alcohol is taxed in the UK, it's a completely illogical, irrational system, yes. and it's very difficult to defend. So that review is, is, is very welcome. Again, in 2019, at the same time as, as launching that review process, the, the Prime Minister came to a Scotch whisky distillery in Speyside and he launched the review saying that it was to ensure fairness for uh, Scotch whisky producers and by extension, other uh, whisky producers across the UK. And of course, that's something that, that we want uh, the, the Prime Minister and the UK government to stand by. Unfortunately, in our view, where the review has got to um, at this point and the, the Treasury has set out some of the reforms that it wants to see in place, the, the reforms as they are currently set out does, do not meet that commitment to ensure fairness for, for Scotch whisky uh, distillers. So uh, around 30 of the SWA's member companies uh, wrote a, uh, an open letter to the Chancellor this week calling for him to, to think again over the proposals to ensure that there is that fairness uh, for distillers, whether they're distilling whisky in, in Scotland, in Northern Ireland, in, in Wales or indeed England with a, a growing number of English whisky distillers as well now. Now, currently, what is the uh, taxation on Scotch whisky and other whiskies as well? So, it, Scotch whisky and other spirits uh, have have been um, the the highest tax category of of alcohol in the UK for quite some time. So, okay. um, it, the taxation on Scotch whisky is around per unit of alcohol is around three times that. Uh, what it is for a unit of alcohol served as cider, and you know we think that th th this is unfair. You know, if you think about it in the context of of uh, you know somebody who's going to the pub this weekend, you can have somebody who is uh, enjoying a, a four percent ABV uh, pint of cider, you know, a pretty standard uh, drink in a, in a pub, standing beside somebody who's having a, a Scotch whisky cocktail or a gin and tonic even, and the person enjoying the the pint will be paying three times less tax than the person standing next to them, even though the alcohol in those drinks are roughly equivalent. Yeah. We just don't think that's that's fair in a kind of modern uh, society. And when you've got you know, medical uh, guidance out there about responsible consumption, which says people shouldn't drink more than 14 units of alcohol a week, we don't think that if you can if you choose to consume 14 units as, as Scotch it's whiskey or any other spirit, you shouldn't you shouldn't be penalised for doing that. It, it, and, and likewise, you should be paying a similar level of tax if you choose to enjoy those those units as any other alcohol product. Yeah, I mean, a unit of alcohol is a unit of alcohol. Uh, and, and that's it entirely in, in and, a nutshell that is it alcohol yeah. is alcohol and we, I mean we're, we're not talking a small amount here I mean the Scotch industry supports it's 42,000 jobs I mean this is a huge export market it's a huge employer and, and getting bigger seemingly by the day yeah it's, the, the Scotch whisky industry is a, is a huge economic plus for, yeah. for Scotland of course but for the rest of the UK as well I mean the 
the economic benefits in, in Scotland are pretty clear. You know, there's 11,000 people directly employed in the industry, but that's up to 36,000 36, people when you include the supply chain. As you say, 42,000 jobs across the UK, 5.5 billion pounds worth of, of economic value to the UK every year. So the economic value to the to the UK is clear. We want to see that value kind of reflected in this modern taxation system that we, we're obviously wanting to um, continue to pay taxation alcohol. We want to pay it in a fair way and an equitable way with other alcohol producers. And that doesn't seem to be the case under the proposals put out by the Treasury. So you have a background in Treasury. So you, you know, you understand that the, how the taxation system should be working or how you feel it should be working. And now you represent the industry bodies. Now, in the letter, the letter signed by some heavyweights, I mean, big industry, you know, White and Mackay and, and uh, Douglas Lang and stuff. But there's also lots of the... I was I was pleased to see uh, the new Loch Lee distillery in Lindoris Abbey, some of the... what would be considered much smaller, who probably have more pressure on them because of the taxation. I mean, the big guys, let's be honest, the big heavyweights, you know, they're multi-billion pound industries, but the smaller guys, fledgling industries, uh, do you see that levelling up for those being obviously a benefit for them? I think, you know, the, the, the new producers, the smaller producers of, of Scotch whisky, because uh, there's been a lot of new distilleries, as you know, yeah. uh, started distilling over the last, decade or so but they're an important voice in this debate because you know scotch whiskey is is seen as a as an export market you know 90 percent of all scotch whiskey that's produced is exported outside of the uk but the uk is the industry's fourth largest global market you know 91 billion uh, 91 million bottles of scotch whiskey were um were released into the uk market last year which wasn't the busiest year for scotch whiskey given the the pandemic so it's a big market and these smaller companies who are maybe just starting out they've maybe just got a three-year-old onto the market or the you know it's, it's certainly they, they're at a very early stage of their their distilling journey they use the uk market as a kind of foothold and mm -hmm. and if they get a strong base in the uk market they're able to invest in the uk they're able to support employment in the uk then perhaps they can go out to export into the eu and export into other global markets but the uk is an important market for them if it's not competitive it makes them more difficult to have a sustainable business yeah i, I constantly hear it from I, I work in tourism and i constantly hear it from people coming to the uk and ireland and and when they go to distilleries they say well i can buy it cheaper back home which is totally illogical. You know, people have made the investment to travel to, to Speyside or wherever, and yet they can still buy their alcohol cheaper in, in Canada or the US or Australia or wherever. If you, if you look at the, I mean, that's exactly right. You, you've got, we haven't, we haven't had the last couple of years for fairly obvious reasons, but when you've had international travellers coming to, to distilleries across Scotland, you know, put it, you know, if you take the example of France, for example, you know, lots of uh, whiskey lovers in, in France, it's the, the biggest market for Scotch whiskey in the world by volume. You know, they come to, to Scotland, they, they see their favourite expression at the distillery they've wanted to visit, and then they suddenly go, oh, 
wait a minute, I can buy that in my local supermarché uh, cheaper than I can at this distillery. And that's because the £3 and every £4 spent on Scotch whisky in the UK goes directly to the, the tax man. It goes directly to the, the Treasury. You know, we've always think that's that's quite a high tax burden for an industry. I think so. I think you'll find agreement from most people. <laughs> through, through that, through this process, through this reform process, trying to make it fairer, trying to make the, the, the system a bit simpler, we've yeah. wanted to, to try to have a, a more equal tax system with other alcohol categories in the UK and, and we haven't quite got there yet so again you know the, these these distillers our member companies are have been calling on the, the chancellor to think again as the consultation over those proposals comes to an end over the weekend you want people to help you uh, by contacting their local MPs um Tell us the process. What do you want them That's to do? That's right. So people can go on to uh, the, the Scotch Whiskey Association website, scotch-whiskey.org.uk, and you'll see there uh, that we're, we've launched this campaign, this Think Again campaign, to call on the Chancellor to, to revisit his, his proposals. Um, on there, there's instructions about how you can contact your local MP and, and, and some suggestions about how you might want to get involved on social media and, and show that there is this support for Scotch Whiskey and other whiskies um, out there and that we don't want to see them um, being taxed more than other products because as you've said Martin you know alcohol is alcohol yeah. uh, and you consume it in different ways but ultimately it should be taxed in the same way and and that's really what we're trying to drive home in this campaign yeah now the, there's a hashtag for it so it's hashtag support scotch but in some ways it's supporting all of the distillers across the UK because they're all tarred with the same brush if you like um, speaking of some, as I say, from Northern Ireland, we have lots of new distilleries and they face this competition. It's, it's in some ways, you're benefiting everybody. That's right. So it's not just you know Scotch whiskey uh, producers, uh, although you know that, that that's that's the that's thing which, I, which is through. But you know, there's, as I've said, there's there's English whiskey distillers, there's Welsh whiskey distillers. Uh, it, uh, whiskey production in Northern Ireland is growing, as you're saying, and this also includes you know the broader uh, spirit production in the UK. I mean, you know, lots of gin distilleries, of course, over the yeah. last few years as well. They're also impacted. We are, you know, the UK, Scotland, perhaps in particular, are very proud. You know, distilling nations, if you Absolutely. like, that's what we do well. You know, we we are world class at distillation. Whereas you look at other countries, perhaps they have a specialty in beer, they have a specialty in wine. What we want to is to support those um, those distillers who are adding to that kind of um, that that expertise that we've built up in the UK over over many many decades. Yeah. Now, I'm just touching on the different areas of, of the UK and their distilling. Uh, Expansion is probably the best word. Scotland has a number of challenges, not least the tax, but there are lots and lots of new distilleries popping up, not just in the UK, but globally. Does the SWA see this as, as more competition or benefiting them in some ways? I think there's been a, a real kind of explosion of interest in the in whiskey in general over the last few years, and and actually spirits in general as well, because you know other spirits like tequila are doing very very well over the last few years. How how we see it is is the more people who can be attracted to the broader whiskey category, the better. Because yeah. you know I don't know if you're if you're like me, but you know I work for the Scotch whiskey industry. I probably predominantly enjoy Scotch whiskey, but not exclusively. I'll enjoy an Irish whiskey on occasion. Good man. Um, 
I'll, I'll enjoy whiskies from from all over the world. There's Taiwanese whiskies, Japanese whiskies, Canadian whiskies, bourbon whiskies. There's, yeah. there's whiskies being created in in uh, China now. France has forty uh, whiskey distilleries as well. So there's as, as uh, the more people who kind of have an interest in whiskey all over the world, the better it is for Scotch whiskey. The better it is for Irish whiskey because if you will go on a journey yourself and you'll discover new expressions over time. So you know, as long as people are choosing to 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 drink whiskey to drink it responsibly that's a good thing in my book absolutely uh because let's be honest scotland single malt really is at the pinnacle and that's really where it should be you know it has to maintain that, that and blends as well it, let's not forget blends but uh, blends make up the bulk of seals but single malt scotch really is the the the, the crown on, on the whiskey world that's that's where it uh, sees itself really there's been a, 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 a big growth in, in, in single malts in, in Scotland yeah. over the last you know, 20 years or so. You, know, you go back 40 years, single malt really wasn't much of a market at all. But there's more interest about where some of the components of, of blended Scotch whiskey come from and then uh, you know, enjoying them in their own right. So, yeah. yes, you know, it's good. single malt Scotch whiskey is, is, is really kind of piqued the interest of people around the world. But, you know, that, that blended Scotch whiskey, of which is obviously created by a lot of those single malts, is, is, is a really important market for Scotch whiskey. Now, currently, one of the probably the good things that the, the, the UK government are doing are they're in free trade agreement talks with India. And that's bound to be a vision for for the Scottish whiskey distillers, you know, can they get that, that foothold in? Because at the minute it's about 150% tax in India and to get that reduced would open a huge market for you. A, a huge opportunity in, in India and, and and quite exciting at the moment yeah. given that talks between the UK and India over, over a trade deal have just started at the beginning of this year. Now, of course, you know, we want the reduction of the 150% tariff on Scotch whiskey, as you say, yeah. uh, that to be the number one priority in these talks to, to reduce that. And the opportunity for Scotch whiskey there is, is really quite difficult to describe given the size <laughs> of the market. Um, exactly. You know, we, the, the 150% tariff there really does hold back, you know, particularly SME distillers, those new distillers we yeah. talked about from entering that market. And India, it's a market which really loves scotch whiskey they just you know can't get it because the the tariff is so high mm. if you reduce the tariff you're opening up the market to new expressions and we think that um by reducing the tariff then we can go from somewhere around 150 million pounds in exports which is what it is today to somewhere closer uh, to 500 million pounds a year just yeah. within three or four years you know so the the difference uh, between keeping the tariff 150 percent to reducing it is really, you know, it's, it's really important for the Scotch whisky industry in creating jobs and investment here at home and then allowing more consumers to enjoy Scotch whisky in India. Now, there's also another market which I, I'm quite shocked in some ways at how little Scotch is available in the US because there, there was the, the discrepancy in the bottle regulations for, for the, the federal bottle regulations and a lot of Scotch doesn't actually sell in in the US. Now they've reduced that, they've, they've changed the bottle regulations to 700 mil bottles. That must be another opportunity, a huge opportunity for Scotland to, to I mean, go to the States. The, the, the States is, I mean, it's already the, the, the industry's biggest market in the world by volume. I said France yeah. was by volume, the US by, by volume, uh, over a billion pounds uh, in, in 2019. Obviously that fell away a little bit during the pandemic. COVID. And certainly when 
um, tariffs on single on single malt scotch whiskey were introduced because of a trade dispute between the US and the yeah. EU. But it's now returning, and and we, you know the, we need to see more scotch whiskey going to the US in order to to return that market to to significant growth. It's a very complex market to to get scotch yeah. whiskey, and you've mentioned the bottle regulations. It's a three tier system when it comes to <laughs> some of the taxation around it. It's difficult sometimes to secure a distributor to get it into states. Never mind to fifty states across the yeah. entire nation so it can be very difficult particularly for those small players to enter the market but hopefully now that that tariff has has, has been suspended um to the us we can get more scotch whiskey distillers into that market because they love scotch whiskey and they have a real passion for it yeah now uh, uh, the amount of potential and opportunity there is between india between the us and they they can buy it cheaper than back home. You know it's it's insane, really. I mean, people travel all the way to the UK, up to Speyside, up to to, to Glasgow, wherever, and they, they have to pay more than they do just in the local supermarket. It seems bizarre. It seems bizarre. Well, you know, there's there's two ways. There's there's, there's two priorities at this, at this point, Martin. You know, you're looking at that that challenge at home where we need to try and get a fairer tax system for the Scotch whisky industry to support the tens of thousands of jobs that the industry helps to, to support and the investment and everything that goes along with the economic contribution of the industry. But then looking internationally, there's a lot of opportunity out there. You know, you mentioned India, you mentioned the US, you know, building back growth in the in the European Union after the pandemic and looking at other trade deals around the world, including Australia, including Mexico, any uh, time that there's an opportunity to reduce, tar- reduce tariff barriers or other trade barriers, you know, the Scotch whisky industry will latch onto that. That's that we want to be able to trade around the world on a free on a free basis. Yeah. And you know, that's how Scotch whisky has has gone from you know the, the industry of 500 years ago through to one that you know <laughs> exports 1.3 billion bottles a year. So um there are a few opportunities out there in the world as well that we really want to hold on to. Yeah. Now a lot of people have an idea that the these distilleries are are huge affairs, but most of them, even big names, are fairly small producers. You know, they don't produce millions of bottles. Now, do you see that being a problem? Because obviously, whiskey has to age. So, if if India opens up, if the, if the, the floodgates open tomorrow in India, will we see price hikes in in Scotch whiskey? Because it's it's crept up over the last few years anyway. I mean, try try buying a bottle of Springbank, for example. You know, prices have started to go up. Um, beside the tax, do you see if these opportunities opening up that that'll push the prices up domestically even further? I think one of the things when when you were talking about uh, markets opening up and, and having the the demand for Scotch whisky, if you like, is that undoubtedly if India was to open up um, to the fullest extent, then you know we'd need to produce some more Scotch whisky. You know, there's a lot about, more. I think a lot more. The, there's about, you know, at last count, there's about 22 million casks of Scotch whiskey maturing. Yeah. Um, now, India is a vast market and Scotch whiskey is around 2% of that market at the moment. I think if we reduced the, the, the tariff, we could go up to maybe 5 6%, maybe a doubling or a tripling of our mm-hmm. current market share. So undoubtedly, we need to produce more whiskey. We need to mature more whiskey. Um, but member companies of the SWA, Scotch whiskey producers, you know, are past masters at kind of balancing <laughs> their stocks. 
and and knowing and trying to judge when uh, different markets are going to require different products. So we've got a lot of stock maturing in Scotland now. I think distillers are trying to put down more stock for maturation in the future because they see the excitement around some of these trade deals and opening up the world of Scotch whisky to more consumers uh, around the planet. Yeah, I think it's... Challenging and exciting as normal. There's a, <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's always a mix. There's, there's always, always a mix. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Minimum alcohol pricing has been a big thing. We, it's been in Scotland for a while, um, and it's now down in the Republic of Ireland. Um, that does that make much of a difference to Scotch because it's you know at a price point that's quite high. The the entry level blends which possibly are affected by uh, minimum unit pricing. Is that something you would challenge as well? I think with the, the, you know, the, Scot- the, the Scottish government introduced minimum unit pricing, I think, four or five years ago now, and we're waiting for that kind of evaluation, which the Scottish government was going to do after five years to see what the, the impacts had, yeah. you know, not only on the industry, but on responsible consumption as well. And so we're, we're working quite closely with the, the Scottish government to see what the impact of MUP has been over the last few years and then, you know, what, is, what comes after that. And yeah. so we'll need to wait for the, the outcome of that evaluation to, to, really, to really tell what the impact has been both on the industry and then on what, something we all agree we want to do is to encourage more people to consume alcohol responsibly and within the guidelines that the government sets. Yeah. Um, with all these new small, medium uh, distilleries appearing, your membership must be growing. You must be getting bigger. Uh, absolutely. So the, the SWA now has 84 member companies and that's gone up by about 20% in the last 10 years. You know, there's, uh, with, we, we want to have uh, in our membership, in our tent, if you like, everybody who is producing Scotch whiskey. Now, we're not quite there at this point. You know, anybody who is, anybody who's watching who produces Scotch whiskey <laughs> and they want to become a member, then please get in touch. Um, but I think that we've seen a growth of the SWA's membership over the last few years. Yes, because there's been more uh, Scotch whiskey distillers coming on stream, but yeah. also because they see some of the benefits of being a member of the SWA, of some of the work that we've done with our members to to try to um, get through Brexit as smoothly as we can, to yeah. open up international markets, to campaign on things like uh, tax and tariffs, to um, put in place you know sustainability strategies, which is going to lead us to get to net zero by 2040. More of these distilleries are now seeing the benefits of, of being a member of a trade body like the, the SWA. So we want to have everybody inside the tent. That's Exactly. What we want. exactly. Now, just to touch back again on what you want people to do, you want them to write to their MP uh, to think again about the, the taxation and they can get it on your website. That's right. So uh, go to the SWA's website. You can put it into your search engine and it will come up at the top. It's scotch-whiskey.org.uk. Look at the, the Think Again campaign there. Please contact your, your MP and ask them to contact the Chancellor to get them to think again over these, these tax proposals. The consultation ends over this weekend, but the campaign doesn't end this no. weekend. The campaign will go on into the year as this reform process unfolds. So the more people who, who love uh, whiskey of any kind, Scotch whiskey especially maybe, should get involved with the campaign and try to get that fairness of Scotch whiskey, which we want to see. Okay, but thank you very much, Graham. Um, uh, have a good weekend. Uh, whatever, whatever your tipple. I know you can't tell me what you're going to be having a drink of because uh, you have to show balance. <laughs> It'll definitely be a Scotch whiskey. I can tell you that. <laughs> definitely a Scotch. Now, uh, take care. Enjoy your weekend, my friend, and we'll catch up sometime soon. Thanks. Anytime. <laughs>